Hey, thanks for joining us. My name is Eric, and you are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Eric. We are in the middle of a series aimed at giving you the tools to prepare your own daily devotions. If you have any questions, please email me at ebreynolds87 at gmail.com. This next one, I imagine some of you might email me uh, more angrily than anything else. We're going to talk about what not to read in your daily devotions. I'm going to cover briefly four authors that, that are probably the most read authors, which is incredible to me, among Christians today. And uh, my my beef with them is not that they're widely read. My beef with them is that uh, for some of them, they're heretics. You know, they uh, they don't believe the gospel. And you can see that in their writing. And th- what they teach and what they are trying to teach you are things that are antithetical to what God commands of us and what he even teaches us through his word. And in other cases, we're talking about people who um, are just, uh, they're probably not heretics, but their their priorities are misplaced. So uh, authors that uh, I do not trust and I recommend you not reading uh, for, and I only cite to these four not to pick on them, but because they are so widely read and popular among Christians, evangelical Christians, good meaning Christians, folks who are orthodox in their faith and love Jesus and love people. Uh, but these are four authors that are dangerous for us. And uh, I've read uh, I've read some of them, uh, particularly this first one, Joyce Mayer. And we're also going to mention Joel Osteen, Sarah Young, who's uh, who has written the very popular, uh, actually I think it's probably the most popular of all these authors, uh, Jesus Calling, and also T.D. Jakes. Uh, and I would suggest that these are all non-trustworthy authors. Um, and again, some of these authors are just straight up heretics. And I don't use that as a joke in this instance. Sometimes I joke about it with my friends and family uh, talking about uh, certain people or, or whatnot, or, or I refer to them as heretics as, as a joke. But this is this is some serious stuff, and I do not charge people with heresy lightly. Um, T.D. Jakes doesn't even believe in the Trinity. Uh, he actually believes that uh, the Son was created, meaning that Jesus was created by the Father. Uh, and also, he's part of oneness Pentecostalism, which believes that there is no real Godhead, that um, that the Father, Son, and Spirit are all one. And they, this is a, an ancient heresy that um, we won't get into today, but I, I would just stay away. He, he does say some good things, and I've listened to some of his preaching and whatnot, Um there's some things that can be very encouraging. Uh, however, I, I do not recommend him uh, as a trustworthy author. He definitely has some some beliefs that are uh, un, are unorthodox at best and heresy at worst. Uh, Sarah Young, the author of the popular Jesus Calling, provides or, or seeks to provide you with fresh revelation. And I'll include an article from Tim Challies, who's who's a good author. I don't agree with him on on a number of things, but he's a terrific author, very discerning. And he actually has an article that I include in the show notes uh, called 10 Serious Problems with Jesus Calling. Uh, one of them is just that Sarah Young uh, doesn't find Scripture to be sufficient in knowing God, which is a problem. If anyone says that Scripture just isn't good enough to uh, for us to know who God is, then 
stop talking or listening to that person immediately. Uh, I mean, of course, if they're an unbeliever and you're trying to, you know, share the gospel with them, that's one thing. But if someone's claiming to be a Christian and they don't believe in the scriptures, they're not a Christian. Um, or maybe they're so early on in their faith, they don't fully understand the revelation of God. So maybe they are a Christian, but... Um, you know, they certainly should not be uh, writing books that are selling hundreds of thousands of copies. So that's one problem with Sarah Young. I'm not going to exhaust you with all 10 problems with her um, fresh revelation from God. But I can just tell you, you know, I've met church members. I know people who have used her book, uh, throw it out, light it on fire, uh, never look at it again, take it out back and shoot it. It is an awful book that will lead you down to a path that uh, she will speak to your fleshly desires. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's her aim. She is not speaking for God. You know, if uh, if someone claims they're speaking from God, they better be using scripture. Uh, meaning, you know, when you, your pastor is preaching on Sunday morning, who is fallible, by the way, and coming from someone who preaches, uh, we are fallible individuals. Sometimes we get uh, things wrong. Um, Sarah Young has gotten a whole host of things wrong. So anyone who claims that they are giving you an infallible word of God, man, throw them out. Because the only infallible word of God is the scriptures themselves. Uh, Joel Osteen, he, another very popular author, uh, and, and uh, wolf in sheep's clothing, although people will call him a pastor. He'll coax you into believing that you have the power to overcome the world and that God just wants you to be happy. That just isn't the gospel. And, and God has not come to save us so that we will be happy. He has the long game in mind. The, time, the only time that we will be absolutely happy is when we find our joy in Christ. When we are most joyful in God, he is most glorified. To steal a line from John Piper, we ha are not able to overcome the world apart from Christ. And our overcoming the world is simply this, that Christ, Christ has freed us from our bondage to sin. And that at his glorious second coming, we will be free of this fallen world. It will be renewed and we will enjoy him forever with unadulterated communion with our God. That's what it means to overcome the world. But we don't have the power for that. Only Christ. Osteen will coax you into believing that you can have your best life now. And that just is not the case. We know throughout church history, we know throughout the scriptures that Christians have been persecuted since the beginning. Uh, Jesus says that the servant is not above his master. But if if the master is persecuted, if Christ is persecuted, he was he was maligned, he was uh, mocked, he was spit on, he was beaten, he was tortured, he he was murdered on the cross. All of God's wrath poured out on him. That is the life that we could live. That's what God promises to us: that we will be persecuted, that that brother will hand over brother, father will hand over son. That doesn't sound like our best life now. So throw Joel Osteen out. Throw Sarah Young out. Joyce Mayer. Joyce Mayer, just briefly, I mean, she seems like a wonderful woman of God. Uh, and out of these authors is probably the, the most likely I would listen to. Uh, and that's not saying much. But uh, I've recently read uh, one of her books for um, for for another part, ministry that I'm a part of. And uh, there are, man, I'll tell you. I agreed with a lot of her conclusions in the book that I read, but the problem was that she got she went there in a way that 
is misleading to Christians, that is not in a faithful exposition of Scripture, but using uh, using uh, the different texts out of context uh, to make her point. And uh, I'm not saying that to write a book you have to you know exegete a whole, you know a whole source or excuse me a large uh, portion of Scripture, but when you use your your, your your scripture references, make sure those scripture references mean what you say they mean. Uh, also, Joyce Mayer very much focuses on just trying to make you feel as good about yourself as possible. Listen, I'm not a Debbie Downer. I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want to feel bad either. However, if an author isn't trying to confront us with our nature and our need for the gospel, uh, then they're not really looking, they're not seeking to glorify God or, or to make Christ uh, the, the centrality of our faith. They want to make us the centrality of our faith. So that's simply my, my beef with Joyce Mayer is that she doesn't really try to make Christ uh, the center of our faith, but often makes us the center of our faith. And that just isn't gospel. That isn't what we see in, in the scriptures. So uh, I hope you uh, learned a lot from here. Feel free to email me or talk to me if you see me around. Again, my email address is ebreynolds87 at gmail.com. If you have other authors that you suggest not reading or reading, uh, please feel free to comment um, in the wherever this gets posted on, on iTunes or on Stitcher and on SoundCloud, or you can email me and I'll post some of those comments. I'm not concerned and we might even address those in a later podcast. So we'll probably have two more devotion or excuse me, two more podcasts discussing devotional materials. After this, we'll talk about family devotions and then also resources for family devotions. So one's working on what possible structures, uh, you, you know, what your family devotions can look like, and then different resources for that. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it. I hope it blessed you. I look forward to uh, to uh, doing this again. Until next time, God bless. Take care. Hey,